episode 76. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. And yes, indeed, from the City of Angels. She tours, she writes, she sings, she teaches people how to sing, and yes, she inspires. It took nearly seven months, but we finally got Jessica Jolia on the show. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. So on the Dharmic Evolution today, I have Jessica Jolia with me from, and you're from San Francisco. I'm uh, San. You're in from some San. <laughs> you're either L.A. or Sacramento or where are you? You know what? You're right. I'm from Sacramento, but I live in Los Angeles now. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I kind of figured because I saw the little trail going on there, you know. And right. uh, it's great to have you on the Dharmic Evolution. Thanks for being here today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You know, this took a while because you are such a busy lady. I mean, <laughs> I've been chasing you down since, believe it or not, take a guess how long this took. Uh, Last October. I was going to say at least a year. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's almost like your show is probably going to come up in the end of March or April, but uh-huh. uh, but it was worth the wait. So. So tell me about the recording thing. This is the big hot subject because you were you were working a deadline to get your new EP out and yes. it got delayed just a wee bit like they all seem to do, right? Yes, all the time. Yeah. So so tell me how what's the story on it now? What's the latest and greatest for when it's well, coming out? <laughs> everything is finished. Um, I think if you know the combination of getting everything mixed and mastered and then re-listening through to everything and making sure everything is exactly as you want it to be. Um, you know, cause when you're, you're writing and recording and you feel like it's your baby and you want to make sure that you release it, you know, the best way possible and the best, oh, yeah. best version. So, um, you know, the material has been done for quite some time. It's just making, um, some last minute touches before I put it out into the atmosphere. So, um, next week instead of today, it's next Monday. So how are you feeling about it? I'm very excited. Um, I've been singing um, and, and performing and touring for a long time, but I just very recently started to focus on making my own music um, and writing for me instead of writing for other people. So it's it's exciting um, because this is a new side of me that people will have the opportunity to be introduced to. Right. So originally you were known as the vocal diva, but now you're going into the <laughs> songwriting area, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's cool because you got a rich history, which I want to get into with you, um, about you've done a lot, man. You've toured a lot. You've been with like some great people, like on stage with some amazing people. So mm-hmm. let's let's rewind the clock a little bit. You're formally trained and... You have a kind of kind of a great history. Like, where did you go to school for for music? I went to school um, in Oklahoma. I went to Oklahoma Christian University, and I had a um, like you said, I, I performed um, as a classical vocalist there. I was on a scholarship, um, so I did that. And then when I came back to Sacramento after school, um, it was kind of like okay there's the Sacramento and San Francisco opera company. Is that what you really want to do? Or do you kind of want to use the training as your foundation and, and explore, you know, other genres of music. Right. Um, 
see, growing up, I played a lot of instruments uh, and a lot of jazz. So um, I kind of wanted to find a way to, you know, use all of my experience from playing and singing and kind of fuse it into a sound that would still be, you know, R&B or, or even, even smooth jazz um, that would be, you know, radio friendly. Right. So, so you're, an, I didn't know that about you, that you, um, you, I was going to ask you if you played any instruments um, or if your main instrument was voice. So tell me, what did you play? What do you play? Um, I play keys and I play tenor saxophone. I actually, that was my very first instrument. I started when I was eight years old and I was this little bitty thing with this big horn. <laughs> uh, I had to beg my parents to let me play it because my mom wanted me to play the flute so badly. And I was like, no, 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 I really, really want to play the saxophone. So they let me, thankfully. And, um, you know, I played that all through school. Um, when I got into high school, I started adding other instruments. I played, um, bass and contrabass clarinet i played percussion and then um piano i, I self-taught myself um when i was about 12 because my mom was learning to play piano at the time right um so she had a book that she was using and so i was like i think i can figure it out because i was already playing tenor yeah so i taught myself that and um now i play a little bit on on some of my recordings um, but mostly i play when i teach because i teach voice as well Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they, I, I got a quick story. I got to share this with you because when you mentioned the horns, the little girl with the big horn. <laughs> well, I was cutting this track one time, and we wanted horns on it. So this this guy who um, he actually was on the it was in the classics four, um, played Smokey and Stormy, and he did the sax line. So he brings in the baritone sax, mm -hmm. and because it was so big and heavy, he brings in his little girl's little plastic potty <laughs> and he sits it on the floor we go what the hell is that and the engineer is walking around the thing he goes why did you bring that in he goes well i rest my horn in there because it was so heavy <laughs> and he put the bowl of the horn in the bowl of the toilet and, and it was just like the most bizarre thing i've ever seen so um that That's reminded hilarious. me but but you you <laughs> i had to share that so you you have uh you've done it all man you're the complete musician like you uh um, you, you've studied all these instruments or trained yourself, and you're a natural vocalist. So how old were you when you realized you had this, this voice? Because you got an awesome voice. Thank you. Um, I think that I, you know, I, I grew up singing because both of my parents listened to a lot of different styles of music from 70s, 80s, 90s, um, you know, all the way up to what's current now, some of the stuff they still listen to. Um, but my mom says that she knew because she said when I was about one and a half or two, I used to make my Barbie dolls sing to each other instead of speaking when I was playing with them. Right. And she said it, it was always interesting to her because she said that they had this big operatic voice. So it wouldn't be like, hey, how are you? It was like, hello, how are you today? <laughs> and she was like, you know, a cake out of it. So That's how I, you communicated to the dolls? Yeah. <laughs> so, no chance that they didn't know you were in the room, right? Right. <laughs> so I think, you know, since I was very, very young, you know, I, I've always loved music and I loved singing. Yeah. 
I, I mean, it, it just, um, when I first heard you, I said, wow, this, this girl's a real deal. You know, you reminded me of, of like just the combination of so many great singers, like a, Anita Baker comes to mind and, and all of the, um, you know, the heavyweights, obviously that, you know, you, you have on your, your website, on your bio, you want to share some of those influences with us? Like who sure. are your heroes or heroettes? <laughs> <laughs> My mom always teases me and says, you know, she's like, you were born in, in such an interesting time because the music that I really gravitate towards is more like the 70s yeah. um, and just really soulful stuff. So I listened um, and still do listen to a lot of Shaka Khan. Oh, um, yeah. I was listening to Parliament this morning. Uh, I like James Brown. Um, I listened to Whitney Houston a lot. And, and then also, you know, everyone's favorites, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, um, some right. of the you know really amazing entertainers um but i feel like my my bigger influences would probably be um, like i said shaka khan um mini ripperton and stevie wonder those are my top three wow you keep good company you don't mess around you know you just <laughs> go for the the flave you know hey so let's check out um what jessica really sounds like and this is sometimes <laughs> it hurts check this one out I'm going nowhere faster than the speed of a light in my soul So I 
That's beautiful. Sometimes that was just fantastic. So sometimes it hurts. I tell you, Yellow Brick Road, let's travel across the seas. And I hear that (laughs) Mimi Ripperton like you just can get up there like, whoa, girl. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. Did you do all the backgrounds on that? I did. Ooh, man. I kind of th- thought you did. And I was like, wow, you're stacking the cool left and right on that one. Thank you. Beautiful yeah. track. So tell us, how, tell us what motivated you to write that one, Jessica. Um, let's see. I was actually, it was before I moved to Los Angeles and I was visiting some friends. And um, one of my really good friends um, out here is a very established producer. And um, he let me use his space. And I was with my... Um, guitarist and very good friend, um, big Mike Hart and um, Buddy Bangs, amazing key and keyboard player and drummer. But we were all sitting together and kind of just just doodling and kind of getting some ideas down. And um, I had just written just a very small section of that song. Um, and Mike, the guitarist, was like, well, I have some cool chord progressions. Why don't you try to fit what you've written melodically over this? So we were just kind of like vibing in. I ended up writing the rest of it in a few minutes. So I think I pulled from some personal experiences, but I didn't have a plan that particular day to say, this is what I'm going to write about today. Right. It just, yeah. it, everything fell into place. So, yeah. you know, I, I was excited because I was like, oh my gosh, okay, it's done. So can we record now? And we spent like, I don't know, 12 hours because like you said, we stacked it and yeah. um, did some really cool vocal things because, you know, it's just me and acoustic guitar. Um, but I, I was very, very pleased that it came out the way that it did so quickly, especially. Yeah. Now, who's on the acoustic guitar? Um, his name is Big Mike Hart. Okay. Stellar, he, he's stellar performance. As well. Yeah, it was awesome. And the thing I love about it is the arrangements. You put so much air in it. You know, which really showcases your ability to sing. And, you know, it just wasn't cluttered up with a whole bunch of things. And what is that click I keep hearing? See, I think you're such a musician. I keep hearing this little chirp in the background. You've got a metronome going, don't you? I know (laughs) you do. Because you want to stay in sync with the interview. It's like, click, okay. There's a minute, click. Come on now. (laughs) Right? It, yeah, it's very cool. It's like, I know she's probably writing in her mind or something, you know? It's great. <laughs> so uh, during during the song break, we were talking a little bit about you've also been, you've been touring like this whole past month, right? You've been doing the, um, you've been all over Texas, right? You've been in Austin. Um, actually, I'm going to Austin the end of the week. I can't wait. So um, tell us about, you know, some of the venues you played in, like what was going on there. Um, I was at the Coliseum and um, the Arena Theater. Um, I was actually touring with Eric Benet this past week. I've been working with him since 2014. Um, and oh, he, wow. 
He's amazing. He is not just an amazing talent, but an amazing person um, and friend to work with. So I really enjoy it. And, and being on the road with him is always so much fun. Right. Um, but that's who I was with this past weekend. And, and uh, we performed with um, who else was on the bill? Music Soul Child, Life Jennings and John B. Oh, wow. Great. Great. Yeah, so so, you, yeah. so so where else did you go all over Texas or just a few places or just the um, ones you described? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. we were that was enough, in right? Dallas and Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some of the I saw some of the posts on Facebook. I said, Oh yeah, she's having a good time, I could tell. Yeah, Lighten lots it up. of fun. Yeah. So tell me, touring is no you're no stranger to touring. Um tell me about, you know, you've done like kind of like some extensive touring, like you've been kind of around the world doing some things, right? In mm-hmm. your past. So how was that and how did you how did you get into that? Like what was your first opportunity if you will to say somebody came up and just said hey we've heard you sing we want you on board for x is that how it worked for you or you know that actually interestingly enough is how it worked for me um it was back in 2000 i believe maybe 10 or 11 i'd have to double check but um it was when i still lived in sacramento and um karen white had just completed another album and at the time, she was living in Northern California as well. And she was looking for a band to take with her to Japan. Right. And so some of the um, musicians and uh, producers on her project I had worked with in the past, and they kind of reached out to me and say, hey, this is something you want to, um, you know, maybe want to look into. Um, Karen's interested in having you come audition. Um, you know, is it you know, something you want to do? And I'm like, well, sure, because I used to listen to her too. <laughs> right, right. That's great. Um, so I went and I auditioned for that. And from there, I just, I feel like I just had so many doors open. Yeah. Um, because she gave me that opportunity. So I, I think that was the first time. I, I had been performing locally and along the west coast for a long time in a bunch of other bands but when i really first started touring it was with karen white okay tell me about your stage presence which is you know you're total professional you've got really great presence did you i get this i suspect you took to that naturally um when did it occur to you that you know you you've always been comfortable on stage am i right Uh uh-huh yeah for the most part yeah (laughs) i um I used to do the Nutcracker and, and other plays when I was a little kid. Oh, okay. So we got some <laughs> theater going. I kind of figured. So, yeah. Just a little bit. Um, but I think, you know, I I just, I really love music so much that it's hard to not, you know, really be in character and, and smile and interact with the audience when I'm performing because I... I love it that much, you know, and it, right. it makes me happy to see other people enjoying it, you know, just the same. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm sure when I was really young in my first talent show, I probably had a few jitters. But for the most part, I just I feel very much at home. Right. On the stage. That's your real estate, girl. You get up there and you own it. This is my place, right? Yeah. So tell me about you teach too. You said so. What do you? What do you? Um, you're teaching music, obviously, or or yes, voice. Oh, I teach voice. Oh, you teach voice. So tell me about your students. Like, what ages do you teach, or is it all ages, or just anybody? Um, privately yeah, I, in a school. Yes, it, it's currently because I'm in LA. I, I teach privately. Um, before I moved, I was working um, at Sing Inc, and there are several locations. 
um, in Northern California. There's Roseville, Sacramento, and Elk Grove, I believe Granite Bay as well. Um, I was working with Daniel Hayes there. He's um, a phenomenal um, vocal coach. And the, just the school, the curriculum is amazing. I started there, um, and I had I probably my youngest student was maybe five or six years old. Oh, wow. Um, what all a lucky kid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the older, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe 50 or 60, just depending on, you know, what they yeah. may have wanted to work on at the time. Right now, I'm um, primarily working with um, teenagers and young adults in Los right. Angeles. And it doesn't matter, right? I mean, it's no. because it's like there there are no age boundaries with music, you know? Right. Like you play when you're ready and you play till you drop dead. You take your last breath and that's like, you know, luckily for us, we have that, you know, whereas uh, professional sports, it's a little different. The window's a lot, you know, right. more shallow, you know. Hey, so tell me about your family. You mentioned your mom earlier. Like, who is the, who's the music guru in your family? Like, <laughs> is it all your mom or your, like, who, who is it? Sister well, Leia? Well, <laughs> I think my parents, they both really love music, but I think that my background and and um, influences from my family come from my grandparents on, on both sides um, my mother's um, parents played um, the organ and um, accordion the piano a few other instruments and then on my dad's side um, my grandmother and all of her siblings she comes from a very large family there were uh, 13 of them they were in a singing group together Oh um, wow! Singing um, gospel music. So all thirteen of them. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god! So um, I think you know the the singing comes from the, my dad's side, and the instruments comes from my mom's side. Right now, let me ask you, and you don't have to talk about this, but I saw you posted you, your grandmother passed recently. Is now mm -hmm. is this on your mom's side or? Oh, this is on my my dad's side. Your dad's side. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sad. I'm so sorry you lost her. I mean, you know, I mean, that's a real special thing, and especially because she was musical. I'm sure you felt, yeah. you know, you felt that connection, you know. Absolutely. Hey, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit, Jessica, about social media. Sure. Um, you're all over it. You go, girl. <laughs> you go. Um, What's your favorite platform? I noticed, you know, Facebook, of course, Instagram. Um, you've got some great YouTube videos, too, which I want to get to in a second. But, like, do you have you been on Periscope at all? Have you done that at all yet? I have. Um, uh -huh. I, I remember downloading it when it first came out, and I was, like, super, super into it. And right. then I kind of stopped using it and, and started using more Snapchat and Instagram. Right. Um. I have Periscope, though, and um, it was so cool this weekend when we were in Texas. I saw so many people recorded the concerts on Periscope, and, right. and then they were popping up everywhere else. But, I mean, Periscope is really cool. Yeah. Um, it's a great way to connect with, with fans. That, that, that was a brilliant idea, whoever created that. Right. I think you and I are actually connected on Snapchat because I just put it on the other night and I said, oh. <laughs> I said, I think your name popped up. I'm pretty sure. But it, okay. it's like my dilemma is, um, 
You know, with a podcast, it's very, very busy, and and I'm also a singer songwriter, so it's like you try to you try to balance a lot of different things, and at some point you have to look at the list and go, okay, where's my attention going? And uh, I started on Periscope, and I kind of dropped off just because I'm involved with so many other different things. But I like to hear what everybody's doing, what everybody's thinking, you know, because now mm-hmm. Snapchat is hot, hot is really hot. Um, I really love Instagram. I've connected with you and many many other people through instagram and i love their mm-hmm. direct message so i always like to just keep the conversation going for the sake of um not just myself but anybody listening in because a lot of um singer songwriters and and you know music people um listen to this show so i just i'm always interested in like what's the latest and greatest mm-hmm. because they keep coming fast and furious yeah so you can't keep up it's like all right uh there's blab there's snapchat there's um uh now there's anchor that just came out i was checking out a podcast about this it's it's another platform like a periscope i don't know enough about it to even comment about it but um it's okay. it's similar but anchor so um you know, so you need to hire a full-time person just to sit there and say, right. <laughs> you know, this figure this, this out. Works. Yeah, and, right. and let me know if this is a this is a thing or not. So tell me more about um about your plans as far as um as the year um you know unfolds. What is the plan for you with uh, the release of this? Are you planning like a more aggressive tour, or are you going to get right in and write some more, or what do you think is going to happen the rest of the year? Well, I have written. Uh, quite a number of songs and I'm releasing um, this project in uh, three stages. So stage one, two, and three will contain um, six to seven songs, excuse me, in each release. Okay. And they'll be released about, uh, I think, two months apart from each other. Um, Oh, so so you're doing like six or seven for each each clip? Mm -hmm. Wow, Mm -hmm. you go aggressive, girl, huh? (laughs) Like, this is from all these years of touring, right? And then it's like, all right, now I'm ready. I'm going to unleash my whole library, which I've been carrying around in my heart all this time, right? You're just going for it. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's so much, you know, that I've seen and done. and, And even, you know, still there's a lot that I would like to do. So there's a lot of space to write about a lot of different things. Um, so I'm very excited about it. I do um, plan on performing, um, having some shows. In addition to the touring that I'm already doing, I'll continue to tour with Eric. And um, in fact, he has um, an album that is coming out this year as well, I believe. And he has a single called Sun- uh, Sunshine that is set to be released in the very near future. We just shot the video for it. Yeah, it features... Um, his daughter and I on vocals in the video. So, oh, awesome. Um, that'll be exciting as well. Yeah. Hey, let's take another little taste of Jessica and play some magic for you folks. <laughs> yeah.
All right, Jessica, that was really uber awesome. Beautiful vocals. You sound like, you know, you kind of have this ability to take me into a different world when you sing. I, I just love it. It's like your 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 sensitivities are so um, they're at a ten plus. Like you're just you're so tuned in to the music, and I hear it reflected in your voice and your emotion. So how did that come to? Like when were you aware of that? Because at some point you must have said, "Wow, I'm really really tapping in to to these songs that I'm singing now." Like I'm I'm just it's almost like um. I'm in the song. I'm part of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of it um, comes from playing instruments um, and in my orchestra um, and jazz instructor um, was super into dynamics. Um, it's stressed, stressed and stressed um, in, in all of um, the, the, you know, the band, but all the solo performances that I had as well um, to be, very aware of all of the different sounds that are going on and and especially um, when you're adding the vocal to it to make sure that it's a compliment and you're not taking away from any other musical element so I think you know he has a lot to do with that Um, and then also you know because I've worked with so many other artists and especially when you're doing background work you have to blend right um, and be aware of you know, the lead vocalist tone. And the if you have other background singers that you're singing with, you know, everyone else is to make sure that the shape is very round and, you know, that there's nothing that really sticks out sorely. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I think that, you know, that is the combination of, of all of the influences. Um, and I, I mean, I will definitely say um, of all of the artists that I've toured with, I think that um, I've taken away the most vocally um, from Eric Benet because he is also a very dynamic vocalist, um, but he's very consistent too. Like if you notice any one of his performances, whether he's you know 100% well or or sick with bronchitis, even because I've been there, you know he just right. he doesn't he doesn't miss a note. <laughs> yeah, wow. You know, so he he's he's been um, very very influential as well. It's it's funny because you being with somebody like that, I can tell you probably got you two have the same paradigms, and 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 the same disciplines. You know, it's like you know, like is attracted to like. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's very cool that you got hooked up with him. Hey, share with us, will you, Jessica, about the song <clears throat> "Magic" and um, you know, tell us who wrote it and how why you were drawn to it. Um, I, I really have been a big fan of Tweet, um, for a long time and she's put out a few albums in the past, but it had been, I think 10 or 11 years since she released another project. Um, I read up uh, about her and her story and, um, I think she just decided to take, um, um, some time and space and a mental break and kind of regroup and put music out that she felt was a more, um, was a better reflection of herself. Right. And, um, so anyway, she put this album out, it's called Charlene and it just came out February 26th. I believe that was last Friday or Saturday. I'm yes. getting my days mixed right. up. <laughs> you've been touring, you've been on the plane. Yeah. There is no such thing as a calendar when you're traveling. <laughs> it's like a mess. <laughs> released um, her album Charlene and Magic is a song that um, was available if you pre-ordered the album um, 
a little bit ago, maybe a few weeks ago. And I just, I was drawn to it when I heard it immediately. It's gorgeous. Um, the arrangement is great. Her vocals are beautiful. And um, I reached out to the producer and I said, hey, you know, this is a cover version that I did of this. I'm a big fan of hers. You know, is, is it okay, you know, for me to, you know, kind of put this out there? And he said, oh, yeah, we, we, we really love it. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. And, you know, we were in contact and so on and so forth. But um, Tweet actually heard it and she shared my version of her song on her Facebook, which was really cool. So, um, you know, like I said, I've been a huge fan of hers. Um, she has a very, very unique um, tone. Um, she has a soulful sound, but it's still a combination of light and breathy and agile. So, um, you know, it was a pleasure to be able to cover something of hers because um, her work is it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a perfect song for you. I mean, you did that thing solid. That was Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Really appreciated that. Hey, I want to ask you about production now that you are like moving into your songwriter mode, singer songwriter. You are the girl. Tell me about how you communicate and what's your favorite way of connecting in the studio like when you have your idea now, um, any particular system, do you like to sit around with an acoustic guitar? Do you lay down a track right away? Like, what kind of process do you use to to pull it all together with the production people and musicians that you're working with? Um, you know, it really depends uh, for me on the day. I don't have a set system that I use. Um, I do work with um, Rhythm Section Entertainment, and that's the guitarist that I mentioned, um, Big Mike Hart. Right. Um, buddy bangs and um chris beck um that's my team so sometimes they'll send me um you know tracks that they've already produced to see if i can kind of gravitate toward it and write um other times we'll just sit together and start from scratch um if i had to choose i would prefer to be able to do things organically every time it's just that sometimes you know time doesn't allow that because yeah uh, i tour they tour as well well plus um, if you get something really hot i mean it must be like wow I, i'm salivating to sit down and do something with this right, you know? right, right and you, and exactly. you probably feel it right away like this mm -hmm. i either feel it or i don't so but yeah. i but i hear you about like if you have a concept or an idea, then it's like kind of like you want to work it from the ground up, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, absolutely. So, what's your go-to thing? Piano right away? Yeah, usually yeah, piano. I figured. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. and it's easier to play with those hands of yours. Yeah, <laughs> my nails are a little bit too long for guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to create something for that for the ladies with the long nails. How do you do that? I don't know yet, but you know, get a. Hey, we also talked about that you were actually grew, you grew up um, as a little girl in in uh, Michigan, and mm -hmm. so uh, I thought that Detroit got into your blood a little bit because you got a little <laughs> bit of everything. I love the R and B factor plus all the different things you're doing. Uh, really, really, really cool. Um, anybody else in your family playing brothers or sisters like doing music on the level you're doing, or or just playing for the hell of it? You know what? My I have two brothers and three sisters and they're all very musical um they just are a little shy right, so right. <laughs> if when, when we're all at home together uh, visiting my parents over the holidays or just kind of hanging out we sing together and we have lots of fun but i don't think that any of them would really want to do it professionally right <laughs> I right think, i think it's a little bit much yeah <laughs> 
Well, you didn't get the shy gene. You know, they no. got that, you know. <laughs> hey, Jess, we're at the end of the road here already. And listen, I know you um, you really, really uh, focused in and helped me get this interview together. And I'm so happy we connected. I'm sorry the EP wasn't done, but now you're going to have to come back at a later date. We're going to have to break it wide open, you know. I would love you know? to. Yes, for sure. So why don't you please give your website or the best way for people to contact you and connect with you and reach out to you? Sure. It's www.jessicajoliamusic.com. That's easy. That's easy. And I know about all the socials and all of those will be in the show notes when this thing goes live. So, hey, I wanted to thank you so much for being a part of Dharmic Evolution. I appreciated all of your uh, transparency, your great music, your vocals, and I'm very, very excited about your career. So uh, thanks for being here, Jessica. Thanks for having me. Well, what an awesome talent. But even more important, a beautiful soul. And what an amazing young lady. I think I really love her mom and dad. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Sometimes, Tweets Magic, Eric Benet, Big Mike Hart, Buddy Bangs, and Chris Beck. Keeping awesome company and very inspiring in the way she creates her craft. And more importantly, lives her life. Keep an eye out for the three-stage release coming out soon with Jessica. Lots of new music coming up. Please support her. Follow her. You can find all of her social connections and her website in the show notes, as always. Hey, also, when you get a chance, head over to DharmicEvolution.com. Check out all of the content on the site, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I am the podcast launch expert and can help you with that challenge. Just email me at kevin at dharmicevolution.com. And if you've been a guest on this show, you're now famous. You're in 39 countries and you are on the site. Even Jessica's now on the site. There's also videos, photos, conversations, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests on the site. Don't forget, the downloads are free. However, the content, it's priceless. I also want to ask both my guests on the show and the audience, if you're digging this show, please stop by iTunes. Um, It only takes a minute. Leave a review for us. Tell us what you think of the show. I read them all, and I thank you all. It really helps the growth of the show tremendously. And the more we grow, the more we can continue to serve the indie artist community around the world. Hey, tune in on Sunday, April 3rd, to listen to this gem of a lady I found in my own backyard. Yes, New Jersey's own Laura Cheadle will share inspired blues with her whole family and how they take it from the studio to the road. Don't miss this one. That's it for me today, everybody. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage.
Ти 